The Secret World Chronicle, a podcast novel series written by Mercedes communications and bloody well supreme for her magic. They had earth all around them. The Goldman Potacombs were the stuff of legend. No one seriously believed it existed. The few that did, the few that dared to actually go inside, were never heard from again. Like the myth of the Minotaur Labyrinth, it was said to contain great treasures. One simply needed to make one's way along the twisting maze of insanity defeat the great guardian at the end, and claim the goods. Of course, each section was rumored to be lined with more death traps than a bad B-movie. That was what made the catacombs so unbelievable. What could be that valuable, even in aggregate, that anyone would go to so much trouble when a secure vault with a small army of guards armed to the teeth, like Echo had, would do the same job at a lot less cost an astronomically less hassle. Part of the legend was the eccentricity and ingenuity of the man himself. Doc Goldman had been one of the finest minds of the Third Reich, so much that his boss was willing to overlook his heritage. Considering that the Third Reich would have happily gassed Einstein himself, that was saying something. For the tenth time, Bulworth asked Red the question. And none of this is familiar to you. Why would it be? Red Dead Pond. Goldman Catacombs. Wow. The myth of this place. It's a thrill to be here, Bull. Quick. Somebody take my picture. If he's never been here before, I'm the missing link. Bella pond on a private channel. Vicky wasn't entirely sure. None of Jean's vitals indicated he was lying. Then again, would they? Given the colorful stories about his past, his file was surprisingly scant of anything solid. It was obvious that he was, at the very least, schooled in subterfuge. Well, my mouth says right again, she replied peering at the low-res digital file of a poorly scanned map. There's a squiggly bit, it might be a notation or cockroach crap, about ten yards down that might mean... something. Crack out that we're running here, huh? That's enough cheating, Bulwark said. There's something to what he says, though. Overwatch... This might be a good time to inquire about the source of your intel. I have here before me a digital copy of a set of schematics allegedly plotted by one of the bricklayers that lined the catacombs. It was the best I could find, which is a damn sight better than anything ever has. Already, she felt weary. They're old, and the copy isn't good. But they were in FBI classified files, so evidently the FBI thinks they're valid. Acrobat stopped. Thanks. Thanks. 
Overwatch, this is the catacombs. Way better than thanks. Acrobat's heart rate accelerated, and he started to breathe fast and shallow. Will work, he's going to hyperventilate and pass out in a second. She warned over his channel. Bull motioned Acrobat to silence. Bruno, calm down. Acrobat started to shake. You don't understand. No one survived this place. No one. Oh, God. Except... He turned to red. Not cool, dude. Not cool. You've been here before, right? You're just messing with us, right? I mean, who just walks into a death trap, I ask you? Acrobat. Take a deep breath. Bullock said. He laid a hand gently on Acrobat's shoulder. We all knew the risks coming down here. I know what you've heard of this place, but do you really think I would let you, any of you, come down here if I didn't think you could handle it? You may be trainees in the eyes of our superiors, but you have all proven yourselves to me. I know you can do this. We're here. We're committed to this. He paused. Straighten up, soldier. Let's get to work. Bruno stiffened up. Oh, come on, Bruno. Red said, giving Acrobat a nugget. It'll be fun. Yeah, Acrobat said. Vicky interrupted them by clearing her throat. And, well, since I didn't ask before, I suppose I had better now. Have I your formal approval to work whatever magic I have to in order to keep your asses reasonably intact? No, Red answered. You've got uncertain plans and working relatively blind here. We do this right. He looked at Bullock. We do this my way. Bella glared at him. Vicky, you have my personal permission. Since Laughing Boy here doesn't seem to have any more clues about this joint than you do. Bullworth regarded them both and finally spoke. We're not going into this divided. What did I tell you about counterproductive conflict in the field, Operative Blue? Overwatch, feed us what intel you can. Genie, scout her findings. Disable what you can. I'll have it first if anything seems uncertain. Yes, sir, Bella replied, and added on Vicky's channel. And if the shite hits the van, I hope you can think of something to pull me out with. She spoke up where they could all hear her. And why are you heading in first, sir? Because I'm the least likely to get hurt. Bull answered, turning on his force beard. Whether this was something part of Bulwark, or created by some dingus he'd come up with, was irrelevant. What it was, however, a transparent sphere, visible mostly because of light refraction off it, sprang up around him. A force field, she breathed. Holy Klingons, Captain Kirk! Vulcan stop bullets? Yeah, Scope whispered. And more. Kinetic mirror. Whatever hits it, bounces back.
Bella shook her head. No nonsense. How much can he take? Well, he hasn't tested that yet, but he wants a building cell on him. His ghost eyes grew reverent. Have you ever seen a building bounce up? He survived that? I almost killed him, actually. But he didn't have much choice. It was during the invasion, and there were too many lives at risk. Einhorn healed him up afterwards, but for a while it was pretty scary. Lots of internal bleeding. We almost lost him. Bella gave her a speculative look. Stuff was leaking out of this girl as if her empathic barriers were truthful. There, mixed in with the hero worship, was pain and regret and a deep longing. Oh, boy. Mama always told me that it wasn't a good idea to get into romance at work. Of course, Mama had herself, and here was Bella as the result of it, but hey, don't do as I do, right? And she had to admit, Bull was smoking hot and a Boy Scout, which was a combination that was irresistible to Bella, and it seemed to other women as well. Vicky coughed in Bella's ear. Much as I hate to break up this fangirl moment, the common channel cut in. As I said, there is a squiggle about ten yards ahead that might mean there's something there. Define something there, could you? Junior drawled. You're supposed to be the writer. Bella could hear Vicky counting under her breath. There's something on the map that is not one of the usual symbols like electrical junction box or anything else I can recognize. I would logically assume it means trap here, all things considered, but I can't tell, and I've been overridden by field command from trying to tell what it is by magic. Happy now? You could use a bit more alliteration. The response was two muttered words in a language Bell didn't know, but which sounded Slavic. Then, as the accordion tragedy transpires on tripping tracks, a pause. Twist. Can you give us anything more, Overwatch? Bull asked. I can stop objects, but. Anything energy-based is going to cut right through. I wish I could. Without doing a magic scan, I've got nothing but the map. We do it the old-fashioned way, then. Scope, give me a scan. Harmony, I'll need a boost. After that, I've got points. You are on rear guard. Jeannie, if you have anything to add... This is the time. Scope stepped forward, drew a sensor unit from her belt, and did a sweep. Nothing out of the ordinary here. Looks clean. Of course it looks clean, Bull said with exaggerated patience. Give me energy readings. Native, sir. In fact, Readings are lower here than the last bit of hallway. Shielding, Bull grunted. Walls are probably lined with it. 
At least we know something's here. Harmony took a nervous step forward. Bull's field shimmered at her presence and accepted her in. She laid a hand on Bull's back, and the field flashed in intensity. It seemed to hiccup, then expanded with a jerk, crunching into the floor, walls, and ceiling. They yielded, leaving curved vents that groaned from the pressure. Acrobat let out a surprised yelp as they all tensed up, preparing for whatever hell was about to be unleashed. Nothing happened. Easy. Easy. Bulwark murmured. Remember our last session. Picture what you want to happen. Harmony squeaked an apology and closed her eyes. Slowly, the field receded until it just covered the width of the hall. After a moment, the field's glow intensified. That's good there, Bull said. Good girl. Jeannie, give me something. Like what? Red snapped back. You've been here before. Forget about implicating yourself. Our lives are at stake here. Recording off, Vicky said crisply. I'll fake something later to fill in the gap. Stays a step up, would you? This is the problem with having a reputation, Red muttered. Everyone thinks you have all the answers. Christ, are you serious? Overwatch really doesn't have complete prints on this place? Did we come down into a desktop with a sketchy floor plan and the trust that I've done this before? Ask the past traps, sure, but even I know not to go in without a really good idea what to expect. What were you thinking, Bull? That you had already been here. And that you wouldn't let us die just to protect your own sorry ass. God damn you! Acrobat flinched and backed away in fright. Oh, this is bad. So bad. If Harmony had been cheesecloth, Acrobat was a bucket with no bottom. His ear and even some of the thoughts that accompanied it slammed into Bella like a fire hose. Head and the boss are fighting, right on top of some trap. We are so dead. Shaking, he connected with the wall. Yelping as if he'd been stung, the surprise drove him forward. Tripping, he and Bella heard a click as his knee triggered something in the floor. She didn't even have a chance to react herself as the roof came down on them. No, not down on them, behind them. Reacting instinctively, they all drove forward. Bulwark's shields were all ramped up facing forward. There was next to nothing in the back. Reposition to the rear, Bull ordered, and Harmony dropped her hand. They let the others run past and continued behind them after the force still flared up again. Wait, that's... Stop! Red yelled, driving his arms to the side as he skidded to a halt. They collided into him, bowling him over as they fell to the ground. Ahead, with an audible whirling and clanking of gears, the floors relapsed into the walls, revealing the deep pit. Red hopped up to assess the situation. They had stopped in time. Well, almost all of them. Scope had been looking back in concern for Bulwark. She hadn't noticed Red's warning until it was too late. Stripping over Bella, she sailed into the pit.
acrobat racing towards them from the rear reacted immediately. He dodged over red, somersaulting with ease, and let fly a thin, sturdy tripline from his gauntlet. The end, affixed to an odd, supple putty, made hard contact with the ceiling. He dove, catching slope in mid-fall. The lines were tight and they bounced, jerked into a soft pendulum motion. It all happened in so little time that Bella could only watch with her mouth open. And then a voice, soft and relieved from within the pit. Nice catch, Bruno. Thanks, Acrobat replied. He was still shaking. Fortify, Bulwark growled as he came skidding to a stop behind Bella. She looked back and witnessed an awesome sight. Arms wide, Bull had braced himself for impact. In a desperate move, Harmony had simply wrapped herself around him. The force field was brilliant in its defiance. Immovable. The falling ceiling caught up to them, and with a tremendous crash bounced back, the falling ceiling caught up to them, and with a tremendous crash bounced back, heavy pistons buckling under themselves as the revealed stonework of heavy ceiling tiles cracked and shattered to rubble. The shockwave echoed back, rippling like an earthquake through the walls and floor of the tunnel, demolishing everything in its wake. When it was over, there was still the sound of bits of stone cracking off and falling down into the rubble. And an odd whirring noise. They came to the pit, noting the glint of what appeared to be some very nasty spikes at the bottom. The whirring sound was Acrobat retracting his line as he and Scope zoomed up into view. Bella swallowed hard and coughed out a lot of dust. Um, nothing like the classics, I guess, she said, trying hard for something like humor. Bulwark let out a soft breath and turned. Report. Pit trap, sir, Scope answered. The falling ceiling drove us to it. I... I messed up. Falling. Her jaw tightened in anger. Lucky for me, Acrobat kept his head. Bull gave Acrobat a curt nod. Nice move, son. Just like the training room, Acrobat gulped. Just like... This shouldn't be here, Red muttered. They turned to see him glaring at the pit, as if offended by its presence. So, that's what a squiggle bisecting a circle with a V-shape underneath it means. That was Vicky, her voice sounding strained even over the radio link. How oh, nice. If there were more of those on this map, I might be more useful. Oh, and the next time I call up his ghost for a little seance... I'll be sure to tell Goldman you disapprove of his design, Jeannie. They took a moment to regroup. Bella was checking over Scope and Acrobat, making sure the fall hadn't left any injuries masked by the surge of adrenaline. Harmony had begun to sob uncontrollably, and Bulwark had taken her aside and was speaking quietly with her. She was shaking, but she nodded along with Bull's reassuring words. Bella made as if to touch her, and she shied back violently. Then, immediately, shook her head. 
she said. It's not you. It's Swallow Pass. Bella nodded with a wry expression. Don't worry about it. It's pretty common, even in Echo. Not too many people like the idea of someone rummaging around in their mental dirty laundry. Red was crouching off to the side, watching them. What did you mean by this shouldn't be here? Vicky asked him. But the air behind her voice told him it was on a private channel. He grimaced. Nothing, he muttered. Who the hell builds a pit trap after a collapsing ceiling? Goddamn overkill. Uh-huh. Seems to me if that trap was disabled in the first place, you wouldn't have even known the pit was there. Something someone who's been here before wouldn't have expected. If that someone had someone else who was disabling traps ahead of them. Yes? No? Rice cakes? He told her what to do with her rice cakes. Wouldn't fit, she snapped back. And don't you think it's time you started being a little more proactive? Like it or not, you're stuck down there with everyone else, and what happens to them is going to happen to you. He didn't answer. It was all going to hell. He had never expected to be here again. It was always the game, the prep work, the thrill of running the gauntlet. Each job a wild ride, Red and his crew always beat the odds. But then, they always knew they would. They had checked everything, planned down to the second how things would go. They had trained for each test. And they had gone in knowing the risk, the calculated risk. What was it this time? Why had he let them come down here? This wasn't what he did. Just in the door and they had almost died. There was no planning, no calculated risk, no calculation at all. A part of them loved it, he knew. Dungeon delving, relying on wits and luck and gambling at all with nothing but the thrill of imminent danger. It was the ultimate escape that he craved, yet never let himself experience. Ever. All those years he had been holding back. It was the one line he couldn't cross. It was the line that ultimately got people like himself killed. Of course, everyone crossed it eventually, whether from a moment of weakness or finding that one last great challenge. Every pro crossed it and died, or retired after one too many close calls. He heard that it did happen on occasion. Had it come to this? Was everything gone? Anything that mattered in Lisbon? Was nothing left except that one last uncertain moment? Perhaps. He watched them. In turn, they watched back. The hall had gone silent as their eyes came to rest on him. They were demanding answers now. His flip attitude, his confidence, and his damned reputation had brought them to this. Bulwark had called his bluff. Only now, Red realized he didn't know everything about this place. They might have a brief map, and his denied but real experience here, but there were blind spots now. He didn't know what was going to happen anymore. Acrobat had been right. These were the catacombs. Uncertainty here meant death. Their deaths. This 
wasn't his old team. They were amateurs in uniform. He almost laughed. They were his new team. And if he didn't smarten up, he was going to have been killed. And again, her voice, that nagging voice, telling him what was right, and that rebellious jerk inside of him just had to lash back at it. He hated her for that. What was it with Victoria's that they couldn't just let things alone? They had to keep digging until they uncovered the truth. You know that if I could be down there, I would. We both know I'm a liability in the field. This is all I have, all I can do. But I'm trying, you rat bastard. If you would let me, I'd be dumping every magical hoo I have down there right now. As it is, I poured every red cent I had of my own cash into this rig. If I didn't have the paycheck from Echo, the life literally wouldn't be on right now. And I know it's not enough, but at least it's something. And right now, we're in a fight we're going to lose unless everyone brings everything he's got. I brought mine. Are you going to bring yours? The voice sounded very tight. Not with anger, with something else. I always do, he snarled. You should know that more than anyone. Say what? The bewilderment alerted him to the fact that he'd been storming at the living and a ghost both. Hmm, nothing. Wrong number, he muttered standing up. He nodded towards Bulwark. Are we all prepped up now? We should get going. Bull nodded, and they gathered together. Overwatch? Red said finally. Genie? Magic is a go. Bullwark looked at him oddly and then said, Confirmed. Overwatch. Roger that. No sound of triumph, for I told you so. Maybe relief, but that was it. You've been listening to the Secret Service.